Hey, everybody, this week on the Weekly Wealth Podcast, we are talking annuities. Annuities are a financial tool, and I want to develop a library that uh, you, our listeners, can refer to uh, to learn about different financial tools. So I hope that you enjoy this week's episode, and don't forget to check out our website at www.weeklywealthpodcast.com. This is the Weekly Wealth Podcast with Certified Financial Planner, David Chudik where we discuss the wealth building mindsets and tactics that can help you to build and maintain wealth for you, your family, and your business. So hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Weekly Wealth Podcast, where we talk about the mindsets, the tactics, and the strategies that can help you to build wealth. Uh, Today, we're gonna talk uh, to a, a colleague of mine, John Bussert, And we're going to talk about a financial tool. We're going to talk about annuities. And annuities, there's a lot of misconceptions, and uh, but they have a really valuable place in a lot of people's overall financial uh, planning pieces. So, with that being said, hey John, how are you doing? Do you have a uh, have a good week so far? Uh, Pretty good, David. Yeah, everything's been great. Of course, the uh, the market's been uh, a little uh, sporadic, but other than that, everything has been going well. It was only down 1,600 points yesterday, so that's no big deal, right? Um, but actually, some of, some of what we're going to talk about today will um, <clears throat> maybe help people uh, keep uh, people's minds at ease when the markets are going up and down. But hey, before we get started, tell us a little bit about yourself as far as professionally. How long have you been in the, um, in the, uh, in the, the financial services industry? And, and maybe uh, just one or two uh, tidbits about yourself personally. Uh, sure. I started about 22 years ago in the financial services industry, um, pretty much predominantly on the wholesaling side. So what I have done um, over my career is focused on positioning the right insurance carriers and the right insurance carrier products um, for financial advisors when they're working with their clients in order to help them to best achieve their goals. Um, I have mainly focused with uh, annuities. So that is my specialty. However, we also handle life insurance and, and other lines of insurance related business like Medicare Advantage and supplements, et cetera. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's really good for me to be able to have a resource like you to call and say, hey, I have this client with this need. Uh, you know, what carriers, what companies do you think would fit, which specific products? So so that's a very valuable service that you provide to me and, um, and other financial advisors uh, as well. So today's topic is annuities. And, you know, let's start off with just the first question. Um, you know, what's an annuity? Um, you know, what type of companies can issue annuities? And just give us just a real quick kind of, uh, you know, annuities 101, if you will. Sure. You know, the, the basic um, general advantages and uses of our annuities are to uh, defer taxes. Um, they are one of the only vehicles that avoid probate at death. Um, in several states, they also. And what is are, what does avoiding probate at death mean? If if uh, is that just for rich people? Is that um, you know why is it important to 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 avoid probate? Sure. So anything that you have um, can be assignable to creditors if it goes through the probate process. So a lot of people have money in bank accounts, let's say CDs or uh, money market accounts, and those are popular instruments for. Uh, kind of sheltering um, money against risk. However, um, the risk to that money specifically comes from 
probate. So if an individual dies and they have uh, debts, then it can take up to 18 months for those debts to clear through probate and for their beneficiaries or their heirs uh, to receive uh, whatever proceeds may or may not be remaining from those accounts. So it's important when we're talking about wealth transfer to have vehicles like life insurance or vehicles like um, annuities that actually help us transfer that specific value to our beneficiaries at death and avoid that process. So then those assets would be taken or those, um, excuse me, those liabilities would be taken from, uh, from debts that they were, um, that they owed would be taken from, you know, other assets like uh, the sale of property or home or the estate, et cetera. Gotcha. Gotcha. So are there, are there several types of annuities or what are the types of annuities that consumers and, and uh, financial planners would, would recommend to their clients? And what are the general, uh, you know, the general uses for each type of annuity? Sure. So, um, you know, in a very generic manner of speaking, you know, the most popular annuities that are utilized within financial plans, um, you know, consist of, you know, the following uh, variable annuities. Um, you had mentioned why would a client utilize a variable annuity? A variable annuity allows them to participate in a much higher um, section of market growth. But what it does not do is it does not eliminate, uh, eliminate or limit the downside that the client could potentially also participate in. So as we see these market fluctuations that we discussed the other day, um, you know, a client is going to be participating in a large portion of that, and they're going to be participating directly um, through mutual funds. So um, the value of that account fluctuates, you know, fairly wildly um, in volatile markets, but in consistent markets could fluctuate uh, to the positive and capture the majority of what the market returns. Um, the challenges are, you know, what market to purchase in. And then also uh, there are uh, some traditional fees associated on an annual basis for those types of annuities. And they do limit, like I said, what downside protection that the client could receive in those types of investments. So variable annuities are a tool for maybe a little bit slightly more, um, I don't want to say aggressive, but uh, uh, definitely not moderate or moderately conservative or even conservative investors they would look more towards the other style annuities. This would be more so for somebody who's maybe younger and looking for growth or someone who has a lot of wealth and is just looking to tap into the market without actually picking specific stocks or, um, or funds themselves, you know, to be able to, uh, to potentially uh, go after yield with. Um, the other types of annuities are fixed indexed annuities. So think of them as the next step in terms of opportunity for growth uh, from a variable annuity, they offer the upside potential of the market, or in some cases, they've got um, proprietary strategies that are created by different uh, fund companies where they can participate in a portion of what the index does, but in exchange for that, they eliminate their downside risk. So, so think of let, if we go to like, let's think about a year, say last year, you know, the, the quote, the markets were up 20, 30 percent. Uh, let's think about another hypothetical year where the markets, you know, again, in quotations, were down 10%. So last year, if I started the year with $100,000 just in, a, in an investment account, I may have ended the year with $120,000. Uh, 
but um, the year when the markets were down, let's say I started with 100,000 and the markets were down 10%, I, I now have $90,000. How would that, you know, just kind of talking in round numbers, how would an indexed annuity have performed value-wise in those two hypothetic years? A very good year like we had last year and, um, you know, a bad year when maybe the markets are, are, are down. Sure. So think about it from this scenario. In the, in the scenario where you made 20%, where the markets were up 20%, you're probably not going to be able to participate in that entire 20%. Now, there are some strategies available that could yield you that entire return, but let's just say for simplicity purposes, you're eligible to receive 6% of that 20%, right? So the index goes up 20%, your calculation comes out at 6%, You've earned 6% for that year. That 6% is effectively locked into your account value, so you can never lose it, okay? In future years, even if the market goes down, it does not um, diminish the fact that you had that 6% return. On the flip side, if the market is down 10%, your portfolio experiences 0% of that loss. So if we just take a $100,000 example and the market goes up 20 you earned 6%. That was your participation in that uh, based on the fixed index annuity. You receive $106,000 in your account. That is locked in. Then next year, the market goes down 10%. Instead of losing 10% of $106,000, your account value would remain at $106,000. And then the additional benefit is what's called annual reset. So now your account value is down 10%, not your account, excuse me, your starting point on the index that you chose is down 10%. And that is your new lock-in period. So you know, as you see, the markets go up and down. Um, they typically uh, go down and, and rebound. Um, so the, the fact that you don't have to even get back to where you were to make money on your $106,000 is really the key concept um, besides the downside protection that annuities provide. So if we go back to that scenario, let's say that the S&P is at 1,000, it goes up to uh, 1,200, that's a 20% return, you're locked in at you know, uh, 106,000 because you participated in 6% of that return. Now you have 106,000, if the market was to drop back down, let's say, to, to 900, okay, you would get a zero in that year, but you don't need the market to get back up to 1,200 the following year in order for you to be, a make, be able to make a return. Instead, your new starting point is 900, and the benefit to you is that that 900, let's say, goes up 10% to 990, and you could still participate, let's say you earned 6% in that scenario in that gain. So you didn't even get back to the thousand that it started with when you purchased the annuity originally, and you've still made money during that three-year time frame, and you never lost any money that was gained. And that 6% that, that you earned in that third year tax on to the 106,000 that you already locked in. And that's the benefit of compounding. Sure. No. And that, that sounds like the sleep at night factor could really, that, that could help the sleep at night factor for, for a lot of, uh, a lot of clients. Now, is there another, um, 
an immediate annuity. What is an immediate annuity? Let's say I just had a chunk of money and I wanted to get paid monthly. Um, is that what an immediate annuity would do, would uh, help me out with? Correct. So immediate annuities would be another uh, option. Um, we don't typically see immediate annuities being utilized in low interest rate environments, except where we have to guarantee payments. And the, the interesting thing about annuities is that they do something that nothing else does in the industry, and that is guaranteeing income payments for a person's life, regardless of how much money is in the account. So if you were to purchase a, a, an immediate annuity, let's say, for a 65-year-old client and you put in X amount of dollars, and that X amount of dollars generated a guaranteed income from that insurance company of $20,000 a year, okay? Let's say that after 15 years, that money that they put in initially to get that $20,000 was completely uh, liquidated, okay? They've taken $20,000 for 15 years. Now there's no money left in the account, but that person was now 75 years old. If they live to 95, that payment would still continue to be guaranteed regardless of there not being any money remaining in the account. So that's the benefit of, uh, of an immediate annuity. And that's actually the benefit of any annuity where lifetime income has been selected, either through annuitization or through uh, what we also have available on most fixed index annuities and some fixed annuities, which would be income riders. Gotcha. So I am actually a CFP, so I'm a financial planner. And I believe that there's there are many, many, many financial tools that could be appropriate for, for, for clients. And of course, annuities, as we just spoke, have many, many, many very positive uh, characteristics. But, you know, nothing should be, uh, I, I talk a lot with my clients about buckets of money. And there's, in many cases, there's a very appropriate annuity bucket. So why would someone consider using an annuity as part of it, like an overall plan, whether for retirement or, or for income? Why would you consider using annuities as opposed to just, um, you know, let me just put my money in a CD so I can't lose it? Or, hey, you know, I, I have a lot of risk tolerance, so let me just put it in the stock market and then I can make a lot of money on, on the big years. Sure. Um, well, that question depends on the investor, right? So we look at everybody's situation differently based on their risk tolerance based on their age, uh, and based on the amount of money that they have. So when you're dealing with someone who, let's say, has saved a million dollars worth of income in their, uh, during their lifetime, or a million dollars, excuse me, worth of investments to be able to provide them retirement income, they've got a couple of options, right? They're going to get some money from Social Security if they've worked their entire life, and that's going to provide one portion or what we would call a building block of their retirement income. However, if they don't have a pension from where they work, which most of us have not been fortunate enough to be uh, working during an era that did offer pensions or most pensions have gone away, then they're really going to be relying on their own savings in order to be able to provide whatever the balance of cash that they need on an annual basis to survive is, right? And so with inflation, with the cost of health care increasing, annuities can be a really valuable part of creating a guaranteed distribution towards that income number. So I'll give you an example. If a client was receiving $24,000 a year in social security and they had no pension, but they needed $40,000 a year to cover their base expenses, then the argument of using an annuity makes a lot of sense because you're able to put 
a specific dollar amount of money into the annuity and create that balance of $16,000 in this scenario that they would need for their lifetime. And you can do it with a, a far lower dollar amount and while eliminating all risk um, from that portion of their portfolio. And then they can manage the balance of their portfolio for things like inflation or uh, you know, lifestyle events. So if I can jump in, and you said eliminate all risk. Now, annuities are issued by life insurance companies. Is that correct? That's correct. So if, let's just take XYZ Life Insurance Company um, that's issuing an annuity that I purchased. What happens if they go out of business? Does that not pose some risk to me? Sure. Um, I can answer that uh, pretty simply. Um, during the history of annuities, as far as a fixed scenario is. So we're not talking about variable annuities where clients willingly accept risk, okay? And that's to their principal in order to be able to get a much higher upside opportunity uh, for market gains. Um, outside of variable annuities, clients have never lost a dime in fixed index annuities uh, due to market loss. And they've also not lost their money due to a company becoming insolvent. The reason why is insurance companies are required to have a couple of things, okay? One, they're required to actually have cash on hand in order to even be able to accept your client's money up front. So if you look at a typical A-rated company, they're going to be anywhere from $1.09 to $1.19 in cash reserves for every dollar that they accept in premium of your client. And what this allows them to do, this allows them to guarantee the claims paying uh, ability of them for the policy that they're taking on for the client. In addition to that, they're also backed by state insurance uh, guarantees um, up to $250,000 in most states that will allow them, uh, if they became insolvent, to refund that money to a purchaser. And in addition to that, all insurance companies participate on some level in reinsurance. So they're actually buying insurance and spending a portion of what they make on policies that will cover their clients in the event that something were to happen. So those things are much different than like, let's say a bank where they only have pennies on the dollar that they're accepting from you, um, but they have a fallback of let's say FDIC insurance for a certain you know, dollar amount based on the original deposit the client puts in. Does that make sense? Yes, 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 it does, it does. So um, during market, you know, this is being recorded. We're in, in June of 2020 and, and um, uh, obviously the, the markets have done some crazy things this year. We've had some of the biggest up days and, and some of the biggest down days in history. Uh, I would think, and I've actually made some phone calls to clients and, and, and had a conversation of, Hey, you know, the part of your, your portfolio that's invested in the market is a little bit down right now. And, you know, we knew going in that this would, this would always have some risk, but we also, a few years ago, when we, when we formed your plan, we put some of your money into an annuity and that money is at least at zero. And, um, you know, that's been a very pleasant conversation to have with some clients because uh, at least, you know, one of their buckets has, has stayed at zero as opposed to losing. So do you find that um, clients that have uh, some of their nest egg invested in annuity where zero is the worst case scenario can, can sleep better at night, especially if they're a little bit older? Uh, we do see that. So again, going back to risk tolerance, uh, that's one scenario where 
um, a client would definitely, who would be maybe a little bit more conservative and not want to risk their principal, um, would be looking at an annuity for that type of guarantee. In addition to that, though, as we're getting older and, and people are living longer, um, depending on where you're at in your retirement, um, you may or may not have the time horizon for the market to come back from a substantial loss. So the idea of being able to eliminate the downside if the market does lose money, reset it wherever the market is when, it, when uh, your policy anniversary uh, comes about, and then be able to participate in any upside from that dollar amount actually makes a lot of sense to people because they're not only eliminating that factor that fears, you know, creates the most amount of fear um, within their portfolio, but they're also looking at this as, you know, going forward, if something happens and I can't go back to work or, um, you know, or I, I get sick or um, I need additional funds, I need to make sure that this money is available to me and it gives them that peace of mind. Great. And roughly how many, how many companies, if I called you with with uh, a client and we, we we had a discussion about a specific annuity need, do you have one company that you have to kind of push them towards, or or could you and I talk about how many different companies might be able to offer annuities towards a client so we can be objective and pick out the right one one for them? Sure, that's a great question. I mean, there are uh, organizations out there that would position specific companies over others for various different reasons. Um, however, we take a fiduciary approach to case design. So we're always going to look at your client's situation and then compare that into the market of everything that's available. And then based on what's available, come back with recommendations that make the most sense for what your client is trying to accomplish. Uh, so, you know, there could be a mixture of any of the annuities we've discussed. It could be immediate annuity, uh, you know, fixed index annuity, could be variable annuities, um, could be a, a fixed annuity, just guaranteeing a specific rate. We're seeing a lot of popularity um, in those type of numbers where they're CD alternatives, but still providing um, the avoidance of probate, uh, the benefits of uh, compounding versus non-compounding of their interest. Uh, you know, and just the safety and security of knowing um, that they, you know, they have that money and it is protected by, you know, the, the assets of the insurance company and their claims paying ability. Absolutely. Well, John Bussard, I appreciate, uh, appreciate this time. Uh, the purpose of this podcast is we want to be a resource and we want to uh, explain financial topics and mindsets uh, to everybody, uh, you know, way on up to the high net worth investor, because um, most of us, we don't take care of our financial house like we should. So we, the purpose of this podcast is to be a resource. If any of the concepts that we've been talking about, uh, whether it be the indexed annuities that uh, really have a worst case scenario of zero, but, but do have some upside growth, um, you know, make sense and resonate with you, uh, please go to our website, www.weeklywealthpodcast.com and click on the contact us um, tab, or you can just email me at david at parallelfinancial.com. That's david at parallelfinancial.com. And we can have a, we can have a zoom call. We can have a phone call and we can just discuss, uh, you know, where annuities might uh, fall into your overall financial planning picture. 
And uh, a lot of people do find that the sleep, the sleep at night factor that uh, various types of annuities give you uh, are well, uh, well worth it. So with that being said, did you have any uh, parting thoughts or words of, words of wisdom from uh, your two decades in the uh, life insurance and annuity business? Uh, the only thing that I would impart um, is that you should just make sure that you're considering all options and that you're working with a financial um, advisor that is giving you, um, you know, a look at everything that's available in order for you to achieve your, your goals. Uh, there's no one size fits all in annuities, uh, nor is there one size fits all in other investments. So uh, it's important to have a balanced portfolio. It's important to understand how tools like annuities fit within that portfolio towards helping you to receive your goals. And uh, working with a financial advisor like David can help you get to where you need to be. Well, one thing that I preach over and over and over is buckets of money. We all need different buckets for, for different types of money. Um, an annuity would not be appropriate for next month's uh, mortgage payment because uh, it just it just wouldn't because uh, of, of the short-term nature. So we look at buckets uh, in different types of investments for different purposes. And certainly in a lot of cases, annuities are, are a really good choice. So John, I appreciate it. And uh, maybe we can have you uh, on the podcast again sometime. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Good deal. Thank you. So that's it. Another episode of the Weekly Wealth Podcast is in the books. Hope you learned a lot about annuities. They're a valuable part of a personal financial picture. In a lot of cases, they make a lot of sense. If this or anything else money-related ever interests you, give me an email, david at parallelfinancial.com. That's david at parallelfinancial.com. We can always have a 30-minute phone call, in-person visit, or a Zoom call to discuss your personal financial situation, and I can do my best to point you in the right direction. Until next episode, God bless. The information contained herein, including but not limited to research, market valuations, calculations, estimates, and other material obtained from Parallel Financial and other sources are believed to be reliable. However, Parallel Financial does not warrant its accuracy or completedness. The materials are provided for informational purposes only. It should not be used or construed as an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any security. Past performance is not indicative of future results.